Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Today, I'm Jacob, joined by Terry and Chase. They're both here as well. We just got done with about an hour-long conversation that was scheduled to be a regular team TFF meeting. However, we had a couple of our teammates were busy, so we ended up just sort of just talking and hanging out as friends. We're all kind of nerds, so we ended up talking about productivity strategies and really just helping Chase with a lot of the things he's struggling with right now. He had a couple questions about, I guess, just how to free up time in his schedule because he doesn't feel like there's enough time day-to-day to do everything that he uh, wants to do. So we basically just shared with him a couple strategies with um, involving time blocking, using like a master to-do list uh, surrounding the GTD, getting things done system. And I don't know, it was just like a, a very informal conversation. You'll see that like our audio is bad. We um, were interrupting each other. We were just hanging out, having a good time. So if you in, would enjoy this type of thing, Give this episode a listen. If you're looking for a more formal, uh, normal episode, this episode's not for you, but this is just like a real authentic conversation that we just had. Chase, Terry, you guys want to say anything before we get into it? Yeah, I'm just going to hop in right here. Like like Jacob said, this was a super, super informal episode. Never intended to actually film this content, but it was really enjoyable for me. Um, We tackled a lot of problems with uh, managing time at school, managing time while also doing a job. And I'm sure you guys, a lot of our listeners probably play sports. So managing, just managing time in general. I think all of the strategies we talked about today are really applicable for literally anyone who listens to this podcast. I like to assume the most people who are listening to this podcast are young entrepreneurs, people who are trying to start in business. So everything we talked about today was fantastic for you guys. The time management strategies that Terry and Jacob really outlined for me, I, absolutely fantastic. Give this one a listen. Less formal than usual, but you know, I mean, Terry's even got a freaking dog in the frame over here. So it's a cat, but you know, same thing. A dog, cat, it's like the same thing. Terry, you want to say anything, man? Last thing I'll say is, like I said before, you know, it's just pretty informal, but the things we talked about are things I struggled with for years and that I've only recently been able to start getting a, a handle on and figuring out how to solve a problem wise. Um, more than anything, this is just a super practical episode. I mean, there's a bunch of tips in here. These are just like, it's a live convert. It was, it was a, you know, it was a conversation we were having um, about how to solve problems that I'm sure we all struggle with. So yeah, give it a listen. Let us know what you think and I hope it helps. Since I'm going to be implementing these strategies as I go, I'd love to, Jacob, this is for you, kind of for you too, to do episodes in the future outlining how the system is working for me and maybe help you listeners work through the system yourselves as I encounter issues with setting everything up with actually making this work in my life. So maybe that's something that we can make happen moving into the future. Jacob. Yeah. Uh, final thing I'll say real quick is what I loved most about this conversation we just had was it was something that we've all struggled with along the line. Like two years ago, I sort of went through like this same natural progression that Chase is currently going through. We we're both kind of right around the same time, like fall of our junior year, we both kind of went through this. And so I think it's something that like a lot of people struggle with natural progression along like your productivity journey. I think you kind of get involved in too much it's just a natural progression that everybody goes through. So give this episode a listen. Let us know what you think. If you could somehow email us or whatever, I think you'd all really like to know what you guys struggle with, if this helped at all, any of that stuff. So, nope. yeah, I, I don't know if it's just me, but like 
I have like an hour of homework for school every night. I'm, I don't know if you guys have more or less because college is different than high school. My first day of classes was literally yesterday, so I can't really speak to that yet, but yeah. It's only going to get better. I, I know I know you have guys have a little more flexibility in your schedule than high schoolers do. Mm. Yeah. Depending. Because like I know you can choose what days your classes are on. You don't go for as many hours in a day. Because like school is like basically a full-time job for me at this point. Yeah. Like, you know, because it's seven, seven and a half hours a day, every day a week for five days. You should just homeschool, man. The bus if you're super productive, you get it all done in like three hours and you're done. Same. I wish, man. I wish. Wish I could get school done in like is three it- hours. Junior or senior year? I'm a junior. Okay, junior year is also the hardest. I know. So, I'm well aware. You know, just times I thought, you, know how, you know how many times in this last like three or four week period I've been like, can I just outsource my education to some Indian dude? <laughs> and then I sit back and I realize, no, that'd go really poorly for me. No, but you could outsource. No, no, you really can't. I was going to say you could outsource like your other business tasks, but if you're recording podcast episodes, can't outsource that. I can't outsource your Natasha work. Yeah, I've been thinking so hard about what I can outsource and I just can't find what I can outsource because my tasks are mostly like, I suppose I could outsource sending outreach emails if I really wanted to. I could outsource uh, the audio editing for Natasha. I could have them listen to the episode and take notes on what happens for me but beyond that that's pretty much all i can outsource yeah and i i can't find like one person on fiverr who could do all of that like i really need like an actual virtual assistant someone that i could just like go through the process of training and be like here's what i need you do this 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 and this and like get on video calls with them and everything but i don't know where i would even start with that well i tried to get one like i tried to hire a full-blown virtual assistant this summer but I finally got one that was good. She did pretty good for her first week. And then she ghosted me after the first week. So I was like, cool. And then obviously you can't find another one after that. So at this point, I've just resorted to, because the other thing is it takes a lot of time to set that up. So it, it's like, yeah. at what point does the investment become worth it? Like how much and stuff the they have to do for The hard thing for me is like, it's such a big expense. Yeah. Know? Like, I mean, you could hire them for cheap. I know. Is, I, the way I was trying to figure it is, look at it as an investment like if i pay this person however much per hour if they can send out enough emails that are going to get enough sponsorship deals or whatever it's going to become worth it you know so it's like trying to give them tasks that can generate money mm-hmm. but it's hard to know the what hard thing for me is like I, the, what i really need done is just stuff that'll pull time give me more time back you know yeah like the amount of audio editing that i do for natasha the amount of caption writing and just other you know can you outsource the audio editing i think so here's what i'm thinking about doing is i think what i really need to go through is go through and outsource the audio editing because that doesn't take incredibly long but it's still something that takes up a good chunk of time and then have them listen through the and then have someone who can listen through each episode and basically just take notes on what's happening in said episode because that's the big thing is like what she has me doing is I edit episodes for her. I book guests. And then when, so when I edit an episode, I then have to go through and pick out all of the key details and important stuff. So I can put that into the anchor or the, the podcast shortlist notes or the summary that goes underneath on the podcasting apps, turn that into an Instagram caption for her and then turn it into an email for her database. Would she care? What? If, would she care if you outsource stuff? No, 
probably wouldn't tell her. As long as the quality wouldn't drop, she wouldn't yeah, notice. Exactly. So the big, the big, the big time consumer there is mostly the audio editing and listening through the episode and pulling out the key point. Because once I have those key points that I basically just throw in a Google Doc, I can then e- quite easily write the anchor summary, which the anchor summary then I can basically just copy and paste that into Instagram captions in the email. So really, like, but but the hard thing is that if you combine all that together, we're talking like two hours an episode. Yeah. You know, like an hour of that is just fifty minutes of me sitting there listening to these people talking. You put it on two x speed. I I just can't. Their voices get uh, just mm. doesn't work for me. Like I weird and weirdly enough, I can watch videos and shit on two x speed, but I can't take notes on the episode fast enough on two x speed. That's true. That's true. That's valid. Have you read the four hour work week? Yeah, I actually. And it's on my table downstairs. That's that's what's want make me want to do all of this is because if I could start outsourcing some of this stuff, it would if I could just free up time in my life to do other things, because that's the biggest thing that I'm struggling with right now is I have all of this stuff that I want to do. Like I want to start actually doing like a Fiverr business like you're running, Jacob, and I want to have more time for TFF so I can help you guys out a whole lot more. Because just like what Natasha Natasha just piles stuff on me and then I struggle to keep up with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, but at the I, same time, I don't want to like not work with her, you know, for multiple reasons. I think the four hour work week is pretty good. I don't feel like it's that practical because it's very like it was based on the idea that you're working like in an office building as a job. Right. Like that's kind of that, that was a picture I had in my head the whole time. Okay. I don't feel like it was meant for like business owners in a sense maybe that was just my take i also read it a really long time ago so maybe i'm not uh, remembering he right. has a lot of great concepts in there the big thing that i struggle with is like everything everything costs money right and i don't know how much money it would like am i are like when i talk about maybe hiring a va am i talking about like a hundred dollars a week um and if so I mean, that you could easily money? easily get one for five bucks an hour yeah i know but I, I just want something that someone that's going to be doing high quality work, you know? Right. You just have to find the right people. Like for my Fiverr business, I now have like five different people that I work with and they kind of all do different things. Um, Cause I basically, I think I told you Chase that I basically outsource like all the jobs they get now for that. Cause it just got way too much for me to handle. Yeah. Um, so it's basically, I just have like a specialized person for each, each uh, type of gig I offer. And that hey, works question about well. that. Yeah. So you you put your own listing up, and if it sells, then you like you outsource that specific job to a specialized person who's who it operates like a business. So you got the person doing the work. It's like with an employee, you're paying almost, them Jake, less Jake's than you're making. Kind of like a middleman, yeah. middleman manager. Hey, I, I almost I almost say you're like a manager at a VA company. Like that, yeah, you that's the, the job, way I think, and of then it. you push it out to everyone else. And then you take that work back and send it back. Hmm. Interesting. Exactly. That's exactly how I describe it. It's like I work for a VA or I own a VA firm and I'm just delegating to the VAs. Huh. So, I mean, yeah. And that's, that's what, that's where I want to be is I want to be able to just delegate work as much as I possibly can. It's, it's honestly the taken, I don't know. Like it took my, my fiber business about a year, I think to even get to the point where I started delegating stuff. I was just doing everything by myself. And even now I still do a fair amount of stuff by myself. If, Cause it's just like I was talking about earlier, a lot of stuff isn't worth it 
if it's just if they book my hourly rate or whatever for one hour it's not worth it for me to go film a training video for my VA to do it. And that's going to take me 30 minutes. I might as well just do the thing itself for an hour at that point. Right. So I do all the small stuff myself, but if it's anything over an hour, I usually outsource it. So, cause, uh, what's the, what, what, what are the words that I'm looking for here, Jacob? What am I, what am I, what am I wanting? What, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm trying to say that I don't want to do as much work for Natasha as I'm doing, but I don't want her to know that I'm doing less work because I'm outsourcing it. I was going to say that too. I mean, here's the thing. As much as you think that the quality won't drop, it like slightly does. Like even if you're on top of it, like, because the only way to ensure that it's perfect is to double check everything yourself and double checking is going to take just as long as doing it yourself in the first place. So just know that like, honestly, she's, sure. what she's paying for it. She's true. paying for like a, an I'm American to do it himself who has the skills to do it. That's why she's paying more. She can pay somebody less in India to do it, but obviously the quality wouldn't be there. Exactly. Which is the, which is the thing that I'm struggling with. I've just gotten to the point where I'm just like super honest about everything because I got, yeah, go ahead, Terry. No, no, you finish your thought. I'm interested. Like for a while, I think. I, I'm, I never lied about it. Okay. If somebody asked me, I always told him, but I just like, wouldn't be upfront about what exactly I was doing. I've gotten to the point where I'm just like straight up. Like I have a team of people who help me. You work through me. I work with my team to get the job done. Uh, and then as well as like the business plans, I think I've just been more upfront about like how exactly they get put together. Um, they're not, they're not plagiarized, but what happens is we put in, market research from the internet and we cite all of it but then there's people who run it through a plagiarism checker and even though that's cited um, properly like mla or whatever it still doesn't pass the plagiarism checker because whatever plagiar plagiarism checker they they use um isn't detecting that it was cited properly and so then they're like what the heck this was plagiarized whatever and they get all mad and want to cancel the order. So I've just been super upfront about everything. I'm like, hey, this business plan is not going to pass a plagiarism checker. That doesn't mean it's not plagiarized or that doesn't mean it is plagiarized. Yeah. It, it's just this is exactly why this is happening. And then I'm telling people up front, like, hey, I have a team of people who help me. And honestly, that's just helped like everybody, everybody be on the same page. I think my ratings have been higher since I started telling people. It sounds like he might need a pay raise. Do you feel like the work is overwhelming the amount she pays you? I don't know. Because, I mean, she pays me 350 a week. And I do, I work about 20 hours. Mm. And quite honestly, I'm not quite sure what the actual value of the services that I'm providing her is. Like, how value, like, could she pay someone else to, to do the exact same thing that I'm doing for the, in the same amount of time for less? I don't know. Because, I mean, she probably could if she just outsourced each individual piece um like the email writing the instagram captions the whatever whatever right so that's something that i'm really struggling with i feel like it'd be difficult for me to outsource uh, all of this right. stuff i don't know 20 or 350 divided by 20 that's like 17 an hour i think yeah it's like 17 bucks an hour okay um that's pretty good honestly the answer is yes she could she could pay somebody less to do what you're doing I think it comes down to two things. One, once you get to a high enough level where you have enough money, 
they don't really don't care how much they're they're paying like they're not trying to penny pinch i guess yeah um, for a difference of a couple hundred bucks a week and then the other thing is oh she's just probably doing it for like more of like a mentorship thing because she mm-hmm. sees the value in you because didn't it start out as an internship is it still an internship like somewhat yeah the difference is i it's gotten to the point where it almost feels like busy not not busy work but it's not so much teaching me stuff anymore as it is having me to do the work that I've already learned how to do, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Here's uh, the other thing. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've gotten to the point where I just strongly, strongly dislike hourly rate jobs. Even if they're online, even if they're flexible. Like I was working for this tax dude this summer and he was paying me 15 bucks an hour, but it's still like you could work all day. And like if you worked eight hours and you made 120 bucks, you know, I can make that from a single fiber gig. If somebody orders like one of my higher gigs and then I outsource that, I'll still make like $120 profit. And so it's just like, I can make 120 um, by doing 15 minutes of work by connecting two people, or I can make 120 doing eight hours of work. So I've just gotten to the point where I don't really accept a lot of hourly jobs unless I can outsource them because I don't have the time to do it. If somebody else wants to put in 40 hours a week, then sure, we'll run it hourly. But otherwise, I just run it by the project, if that makes sense. Yeah, which I completely get. Because um, like I'm wanting to move into a space where I'm working with a more leveraged lifestyle, if you know what I mean, where like I do a lot more outsourcing and do the higher level tasks, like writing the email, writing the email marketing stuff, writing the Instagram caption as compared to the audio editing, et cetera. Um, I'm wanting to move more towards that, but I'm not quite sure how to do that while also continuing to, to do the work that I'm already doing. You know what I mean? Is is Natasha your highest source of income right now? Yes. So I wouldn't leave that. I was yes, gonna say I'm not planning to leave her at all. Okay. That's one of the reasons that I don't really want to want to leave, stop working for her right now, is because it's a, it's a big chunk of income for me. It's just difficult, like with the amount of responsibilities that I have and the amount of opportunities that I see, not only with her, but also in the other areas of my life, like especially at TFF with this blog writing stuff. Like that's something that I want to really get on because I see a lot of income opportunity for the company as a whole and for myself as a result of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of other projects that I want to work on as well, but I'm not sure where to go with that because I want to be building my own businesses, right? And be, bu- and be building towards a space where I can start making my own income based off of my own efforts. But it's difficult for me to do that one when I feel like I'm being paid an hourly rate and I know that I'm not really going to launch a business based on what Natasha's working on me with. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Terry. Are your top responsibilities right now and commitments, school, Natasha, TFF, the work you sometimes do for your family farm, working out, personal development, basically, I guess you can kind of make that one thing. So school, Natasha, TFF, work at the family farm, and then lifestyle, working out, sleep. You you pretty much ranked it exactly how it exists in my life. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So now I'm just trying I'm trying to brainstorm here. So I would say all of those are pretty essential or have their place. That's the thing I'm struggling with. As I don't see where I could really outsource or move apart like like i can't fit the quit the family farm especially not right now especially not in the fall like this right so that one's like that one's like locked in at least until november yeah minimum and it's not and i i mean 
I can see the orchard right over there. So it's not exactly like I'm far away from it. Right. Um, so that's something that I'm struggling with. It's like everything, uh, everything is difficult to move, if you know what I mean. It's like being between a rock and a hard place. I'll say I was in the same exact spot right before I started college. I was starting college. I had a pressure washing business I was trying to run. Um, I might've been trying to get more full-time into crypto. I was trying to do TFF. I was trying to do my eBay business. There was like five or six things that I felt like I couldn't flex on. Um, and it was really frustrating. But with time, I eventually sorted my priorities out and things just happened to fall naturally into different buckets and areas of life. And um, things became calmer. I became more focused on what I had on what I had to work on. So it might, I know it's not, this isn't my final say in the, or suggestions for a solution, but um, with time it will, things will sort them out, sort themselves out. I mean, with a little bit of time, you'll have summer starting soon and that'll give you plenty of time to bust some things out. But anyways, what, what were you gonna say, Jacob? Did you say summer starting soon? Summer just ended. What I mean, yeah, I'm saying about? like given, relative to like how, like uh, what kind of time I'm talking about because oh, okay. multiple of those things ended for me Right. Recently, like give, give a month or so ago, and it was about a year ago that I was like super stressed, like a million different things on my plate. And I was like, couldn't figure out what to work on and what had value or what had more value and blah, blah, blah. So I'm saying with time, some of these will naturally fall to the side or other things will become more, more fo like focused in his life. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I had nine different businesses and I basically just realized like, I need to narrow it down and focus on a few of them. So I chose my my freelancing one because it's making me the most money. TFF because it's like my passion project. What I guess I enjoy and what I not the, uh, I don't really see necessarily the most potential with it. I see it's it's like a yeah passion project is the best way to describe it. So one that makes money, one's a passion project, and then the third was my t-shirt business. Business now I'm like looking at real estate as like the third business model, and so the third is what I see the most potential in. So like one that makes you money now, one that you enjoy now, and then one that you think is going to make you a lot of money in the future. Mm. And that's kind of been like what I've been focused on for the last two years now. And I think that's kept me a lot more aligned and focused, I guess. So, I mean, it's tricky for you though, because you're already at... I'm already like running it. I'm, I'm already firing like on all, all cylinders. You know what I mean? Because where I want to be is not where I am is I want to be at a point where like I go to school, I get off school and I can finish most of my homework and whatnot by three or three 30, which is kind of where I already am with school. So school is kind of where I want it to be. And that's going to, obviously that'll fluctuate as the year goes on, but that's where I want to be with that. And then I want to be working one or two hours with Natasha a day, you know, like one, one or two, like answering emails, checking in, taking care of the high, higher level tests, not doing the super time intensive, like editing audio, doing all the emails, et cetera. I don't want to do the super time intensive stuff. I want to be working an hour or two a day, managing email, booking guests, double checking all the high level stuff, and then moving on. And then I want to work like an hour a day with TFF, send outreach emails, record podcasts, you know, book guests, do that kind of stuff. And then I want, I want to like get to like six or seven o'clock at night and be able to just say done for tonight. That's where I want to be. Because then if I, if I could like clock, you know, basically clock out of school and work and whatnot by six or seven, I'm golden. That'd be perfect. Yeah. And well, then if I wanted to, I could take those remaining three hours of the day, maybe take on another commitment. But at the moment, that's where I want to get myself to. 
Because yeah. right now I'm working till like seven thirty, and then I'm stopping to play games and eat dinner, and then I'm getting back on my computer and working for another hour and a half. You know, it's not sustainable for me. I would definitely just like stop, stop taking breaks for games as well. Like, yeah, just work until you're done working however long you want that to be and then be done for the day <laughs> i guess no that does sound really really good i guess if right now if you want if you really value that free time i would time block that that time on your calendar to where you can't schedule other work during that that time but then you're gonna run the risk of feeling like you're not well, getting everything done and then I run the risk of falling behind on everything else that I'm not taking care of. So yeah, you can't you can't just ignore everything else just to have your free time. So you obviously everything else is a higher priority than your free time. Which is why I wanted to work on outsourcing because Natasha, I'm working like three, sometimes four hours a day for her right now. Which a lot of that stuff is the more time consuming, sifting through content, editing content, etc. The really time consuming stuff. What's up, Terry? I have two questions. One one's more of a statement, I guess. So I have a statement and a question. <laughs> statement is um, once I was having an issue with like I, during the summer, I was playing video games most nights because my friends like friends would hop on and be like, hey, we're hopping on. You guys hopping on too? Like, oh, sure. I'll hop on. So I'm kind of where you, I, I was kind of where you were at. Um, when I put the notion system into place, I knew exactly what needed to be done at any given moment. Like I knew that I, I knew exactly what I had on my plate. And naturally, strangely enough, um, I found that I didn't um, like the taking like gaming every night kind of uh, broke itself off. Um, there was like last week, there was, um, I went several days without touching games at all, uh, just because at any given moment, I knew exactly what I needed to be done. And I just knew I couldn't afford to play games at night. Mm. Um, so that's that's one thing that can help is that by getting really specific with exactly with knowing exactly what you need to do on at any given moment for any given day, um, you'll naturally have your priorities in place and you won't be overwhelmed because what will happen if you're not very specific, um, you'll think to yourself, ah, I have things I should do. There's a lot of work I need to do. I probably should do it like right now, but you're kind of overwhelmed, but I don't really yeah, know exactly why you're lost you're confused you're overwhelmed. And to escape that, you turn to things like games. I mean, that's that's what I did. Um, when I when I overwhelmed, when I was stressed on a certain day, then I would be like, ah, games. You know, it, it was just using it as an escape more than anything. Yeah. Um, so that that helped me a lot. Um, that said, there's a really fine line between overworking and underworking. Free time yeah. is necessary to recharge and for like reading books and working out to get do things that like fill you up. Um, but if you do too much of it, obviously you're sacrificing on things that are important, like work or school. And if you do too little, then you'll burn out. Like this last week, I went several days just like working all day, all day, all day for like four days in a row. The That's weekend came around. Friday, I was brain dead. I could get nothing done. I was sitting in the library for like an hour, just like staring and staring like yeah, on my computer and I wasn't getting anything done. And then I tried again later that evening and I was still getting very little done. And then it closed early because Labor Day weekend, so I was screwed. <laughs> um, and then that Saturday, I was also just kind of burnt out. So I realized, ah, well, if I push myself too hard, then I end up losing more time uh, in the end anyways. So all that to say, that's some thoughts on being really specific about what you need to be, need, need to be doing, having all organized, 
and mm -hmm. whatever system works best for you, whether that's Notion, a calendar, a paper list, whatever it is. So, because that's that's something I struggle with is I've always had this kind of unhealthy, like like almost binge type thing where it, it doesn't matter what it's with, if it's with food, exercising, et cetera. But right now I'm going to use work. Um, it's like, I'll be like, I haven't done that. I have been doing no work. And then I'll just like yeah. for a week straight, grind, 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 grind. And then suddenly I'll hit like Sunday and be like, I have to do that again next week. And then mm -hmm. I'll like, next week, I'll just be like, whatever. Yeah. I, I did the same exact thing during the summer. That was over and over and over. Actually, for the last year or two, um, starting when I was super confused, like overwhelmed with all the things I had going, that was the cycle over and over and over. And after you, I took, I was journaling. I don't journal like daily as a habit, um, but I'll take notes or something where I'm like really frustrated or I have like this like clear breakthrough moment per se or something just makes sense. And I have an idea all of a sudden, I'll write it down. When I look back through the notes, it was a two week cycle of I would be really productive because of how frustrated I was with how unproductive I was the two weeks before. And then I would get burned out or I'd get tired or I was like, you know, forget that, you know, I'm, I'm sick of this. And then I would do basically nothing or just do unproductive things for like a week or two. And then all of a sudden I would just hit a moment where I'm super frustrated. I say, I spent like six hours on a Saturday binging YouTube or something. And mm -hmm. I was like, that's it. And I saved to like 4am that night and I get a bunch of things done. And then Sunday and the week following, I had a bunch of things. Done. Like it was a cycle, exactly what you're uh, describing. And only recently have I started to flatten it out but and like, I'm, I'm looking at my schedule and i'm realizing how quickly i need to like transition to something more sustainable mm -hmm. because like looking at these coming weeks i need to get all the work done for natasha by friday because friday friday through sunday i'm gonna be working 22 hours over this weekend at the orchard at least i'm scheduled mm -hmm. to um three till seven friday nine till six nine till six saturday and sunday mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. the next week Monday through Friday, I have to work for Natasha, and then Friday is homecoming. Then Saturday, or Saturday is homecoming. Then Sunday, I have to work, and then like like looking at the month of September, I don't have an off weekend period at all whatsoever. Like knowing that in advance is difficult for me, and so I'm looking at this and knowing that I'm going to need to make a make this sustainable in some way, shape, or form, and do that quickly because what I'm doing right now is not sustainable, quite frankly. What, what exact role were you hired for by Natasha? What was the conversation? What was the expectation that was set up? Was it like, an, I'm coming in as, as an intern to learn from a bunch of different tasks? Was it, I'm going to do a bunch of managerial things for you and help with, you know, scheduling things and the emails and all the stuff you're describing and posting some content, managing your social media? Or was it, I'm going to do the heavy lifting of like editing your audio? What, what kind of tasks or expectations that you a, have coming in it started as more of like a i we we're going to be an intern for us you're going to learn all of these different tasks etc cetera, etc cetera. but it's transitioned to a more of a managerial thing okay. almost which like, aspect I, I of it do you become like her podcast media manager is basically the yeah. role that i fill there that's that's how i mark myself on all of my emails to everyone do you have does, does she have anyone else working for her or is it her uh, her husband and you well, she has this guy, his name is Sade. He does some of the video. I think like the, the video clip that I had you edit, normally he does that, but he was out of office. So like he does that stuff. Beyond that, everything else is up to me. Okay. How hard would it be for, what was his name? Say? Sade. Sade. How hard would it be for him to do audio editing um, and to do some extra like of the heavy lifting stuff? He like, is very busy. Okay. He already does a lot of stuff. I've, I've thought about that before and I 
simply don't think that I can really load more on him. Two things that can make your time with Datashi easier is, well, first off, none of this will matter if you don't have the foundations in place to, to work on things, work on the things you need to you know when to do them and what to do on any given day and have the routines in place to recharge yourself for that work. Like that's all something you will have to figure out. I don't want to necessarily say it, it was tricky because I tried to set that, that type of thing up multiple times over the years. So don't get frustrated if it doesn't work right away the first time. Um, mm-hmm. Talking through my issues with Jacob has really helped solve the problems in the way I set up the system and let me not throw it to the side the minute it didn't work exactly how I wanted it to. So that's been helpful. So doing these type of thing where you problem solve with different people um, can help figure that out. Um, That said, for specifically Natasha's work, two things can potentially help you in the near future with it. One, you can ask yourself something like, would this work become more enjoyable? Would I have more energy doing it if I was paid double? Which would mean it's worth more of your time. Or like, it's, it means you find it as in, compare it to writing blog posts for free versus writing blog posts for 50 bucks, right? You'll naturally be a little bit more motivated to bust out a blog post like that when you're getting paid 50 bucks per post versus, you know, writing a 2000 word blog post for free. Nothing, nothing's wrong with either. They both provide experience and all those things, but naturally you're a little bit more motivated to do one than the other. So it's a similar principle for would I feel more motivated and energized to do this type of work? Would it be easier for me if I was paid double? Would it be worth more of my time? Um, That's something you would have to ask yourself or what number would that be? Um, Then the second thing you could potentially think about is just telling Natasha straight up, say, hey, I am loving what like this internship so far. Um, but I'm getting burnt out and I don't know if I can continue the quality of work or continue with this quality of this level of quality. Um, if I'm trying to do everything myself, could you, would you maybe consider, um, hiring someone to do some aspects of of work? I'm not the best at, um, if I helped you find a valuable person, a valuable and trustworthy person. So at that point you say, Hey, here's the problem. I've thought of a solution. What do you think? And here's all the ways it'll help you. Um, and so that, 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 and as a business owner, I mean, she, I'm sure she would be up for that. She's making revenue. Um, she doesn't want to lose in a valuable employee that she's obviously trust because she's given you quite a bit over the weeks as you've been with her. Um, so if you go to Fiverr and you find someone that's trustworthy and will do a bunch of media editing for you, sitting down, taking like taking notes from these podcasts and doing the audio editing, the things that you're, are just like sucking your time away that still wouldn't be worth it if even if you were paid double. Um, right. Then that's a solution she could very potentially say yes to. But you don't necessarily want to go and say, hey, you know, this works really hard, you know, what can we do to fix it, you know, and try to get her to do all the problem solving. The more you can do and try to like, try to think of it from her shoes and how you would help that business owner solve this issue. And if you do it and then present it in a really uh, attractive way, then um, that's potentially something she would probably say yes to. I mean, I, I know I probably would, mm-hmm. um, but it's really just like some food for thought. Um, no, I really like that. What you're talking about there, Terry, just presenting that as an option to her to hire someone part-time to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause if she could, hire someone for even like another for do to do whatever. Um, and they were able to do 
the audio editing and listening to the episode and all of that just for kinks that would free up my time so much and like you you mentioned that idea of if they if i paid you double would you enjoy the work more and my answer to that is honestly with the audio editing not really you know like it's not something something like that that's just the case like some work just it takes it would probably take like 10 times the amount of money you're being paid right now to make it even slightly enjoyable you know just some work it's just like if Jacob was like, Chase, I'm going to pay you double what you're making for Natasha to record podcasts. I'd be like, done every day. Not even a question. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go. Right. Woo! You know, like that, that would be my response. Like I'd be partying over here. But if Jacob was like, I'm going to pay you triple to edit the audio, do what Ian's doing. I'd be like, I'll think about it. Right. You know, and that, and that uh, just goes to show it's something that you probably shouldn't commit to doing long-term. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing as Terry, like just tell her, I don't want to do this anymore and have her hire somebody else who does either you, like Terry said, you help her hire that person or you just, I mean, it's not your responsibility. Like it's her, she's the business owner. You don't want to like fat, flat out quit on her, but like, just be like, Hey, I'm kind of like, I have more obligations now that school started again. I don't really have time to do this. this part's not enjoyable for me uh i'll either help you find somebody or you're gonna have to find somebody yourself like obviously say it nice but i'm just putting my thoughts out there um yeah i guess it's very important also if you're gonna go that route of presenting another person to help uh with the with the workload um do it in a way that doesn't obviously jeopardize your current position with her or make her feel threatened that you're threatening to leave just avoid yep. that at all costs. As long as you're not like presenting in a way that seems like you better hire this person or else I'm going to be mad or quit. You know, like that's, yeah. that's obviously not a good way to present it. But if you present it as in, Hey, I see an issue here, but I've thought of a solution. What do you think of the solution? Um, right. And here's exactly what the solution will provide you. Um, you'll be even better off than if I hadn't noticed this in the first place. And she'll, you know, she'll be like, yeah, let's do it. I mean, it's a no brainer, you know? <laughs> so okay. yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely think about this stuff. Jacob, go ahead. I got, if you have two more minutes, I wrote I down some final tips for you. We talked about the Natasha stuff quite a bit. At, like on a broader level, here's a couple things I want you to think about. Um, one, for the next seven days, do some sort of time blocking, of or not time blocking, um, well, I guess it is still time blocking, but like recording the history of what you did, not necessarily what you're planning to do, time what tracking. you did. Time tracking. Yes, that's what I meant to say. Um, yes. I did it one week a long time ago in like a paper notebook. I think I did it on a half hour interval. Get more specific than that. Do like 15 minutes. If you want to go crazy, go like five minutes, like what you're doing every five minutes. That would be a lot. Um so maybe just do like 15 minute intervals. That'll probably be enough to show you. Um, but like, be honest about it. Like, okay, I was on my phone from this to this. I was playing video games from this to this. Um, and then obviously the work stuff's in there as well. So that's one thing. Seven days, I think it shows you a lot about where your time's currently going uh, and will help you kind of see what you need to fix because you might think Natasha's the issue right now, but if the real issue is you spent 40 hours on your phone last week, which I don't think is true, I'm just saying, yeah. Um, then obviously that's the real issue. Mm-hmm. Um, other thing you got to get 
this system set up, whatever it is for you. That's kind of what Terry and I were working on these last few weeks in our like accountability meetings. We realized, um, I mean, Terry specifically, because he hadn't had this set up before, that this is like the number one priority for you right now, because unless you get the system set up, then nothing else is going to get done as it should be. So, um, I mean, Terry and I are both now using like a combination of Google Calendar and Notion. Um, I sent you, a, or I shared with you a template uh, of like the Notion thing that Terry and I both started with. We can each give you a more detailed tour of what our system currently is. I'm pretty sure they're exact copies now because I took your today view idea. I took your um, energy view or whatever you called it. Uh, and so they're basically copies of each other, but you can look at what we set up. It's a bit more detailed. Um, yeah. And so, so figure, figure that out. And then final thing is like, you're talking about the sustainability. That was something I was focused on a lot, a lot last month in August because I felt like there just wasn't enough time to get everything I wanted to done. One thing that I was really prioritizing though was still making a sustainable month even though I was incredibly stressed out so that was still respecting some free time not every day I, I usually went like every three days I gave myself the night off after 5 p.m to not do anything so I know mm. when things are really stressful you can't do that every day but at least every few days give yourself a few hours of just like straight up free time to recharge otherwise you're going to run into what Terry was talking about where you basically kind of just fail two days because you've been so burnt out from the rest of the week. Um, so think about that. And then also think about sleep. I'm realizing more and more how important that is. Like, I know you're probably struggling a lot with your sleep schedule right now, it sounds like. So find a way to prioritize that. I think it's more important to sleep more and get less done because then the next day you'll produce higher quality results just because you slept better. I mean, right. I know it's kind of hard to justify, I guess, but I, I think it really does make a difference. And also just like your performance at school, your performance with whatever you're doing. I think it all depends on your sleep more than anything else. Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this with someone who needs it.